Welcome to AFK Chat, a special edition. My name's Ender. I'm here with James the Third. What are we going to be talking about today, James? Special announcement from Xbox? Listen, business as usual, as far as I'm concerned. Business, business as, as usual. usual. The Xbox crowd can stop whining, can stop crying. Don't worry. Um, Uncle Phil was there to calm everybody down. I don't want to go too much into it, but I, but I I liked what they had to say. I, mean, I hope you're going to go into it. Then this I, would be a really no, boring boring, boring right, podcast right off, if right we right don't off, go into it. No, right off the bat. But like my my initial take from it is that I liked it. I think they did what they need to do. I do like the fact that it wasn't drawn out. Like it's, it's funny the podcast episode because they did it on the Xbox official podcast. It was only 22 minutes, so it was straight. Yeah, it, this was a a incredibly scripted. Like it, it was planned. The questions were planned. The answers, in my opinion, had been gone over. Like they, they were told. They kind of were not necessarily told what to say, but um, legal and some other people were definitely involved in what they were going to announce or release in that one. Um, it was very, uh, I just had planned. Like they yeah. knew, they knew exactly, they knew what, exactly they what they were going to do, but it was, but I love the way that they did it because Tina Meany, uh, a former IGN employee. Now I believe she's officially with it. Cause she kept saying we a lot. So I'm assuming. Well, yeah, she's with, with there. She runs, I think their whole like podcast media yeah. kind of thing. So, community outreach stuff. I like how they turn the questions into basically what the community is complaining about. Like she, she made it seem like she was point blank calling, you know, Phil and, and, Sarah Bond out and, and all them. And I will say this. Xbox and Microsoft are very lucky that the people in charge that are game people that do all the speaking, one, they help develop the games. They care about the games. And for those that are worried about when Phil Spencer kind of moves on and Sarah takes over, as someone that my entire job is to do presentations and talk about stuff, and the only way you can really do good at your job is if you believe what you're saying... It was clear when she was speaking, she was extremely passionate about it. Oh, yeah. I've never which questioned Sarah's me, Bond, Sarah Bond's passion. Which, for yeah, yeah, which never. made me, as a just a gaming fan, not even an Xbox fan, it made me excited for gaming because it, the brand and, and what they want to do in the future is clearly in good hands, and she totally believes everything that she's saying, and I think that's important. Yeah, and, and I think, uh, you know, we, we had our other podcast earlier where we made some predictions. I think we were half and half correct there. Mm -hmm. um i i was a little surprised and, and i'll just get into it now um we know four games are going and they wouldn't announce the games um i was it kind of sense. why well <clears throat> it, it did make sense to not take thunder away from the gaming studios who have been trying to build this up and again i think a lot of this came out of of leaks and community uproar and people on the inside saying things out outside of microsoft yeah. that they they weren't they weren't ready to to give this information out, but they're like, yeah. you know what? We have to respond to the rumors and I'm not going to take, you know, I'm not going to come here and play the trailer for all the games that are going to go on and everything from my team that has worked endless hours to get this stuff ready. I'm going to let them do their presentation. He basically admitted it. that. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. He admitted since December, they had been working on doing a show like this that was going to have all the announcements, but that wasn't until March. And the only reason they're doing this is because they need to get ahead of well, the, June. I thought it was in June. No, oh, they, no this they, one was in March. You're right. The this next one's, one's in June. The thing for the four games. So yeah. before we go too far into it, since he did bring up the four games, do you have a guess on the four games? Because I do. 
Uh, I didn't really have a guess. I I do think with um how they were talking, I definitely think Sea of Thieves could could be in there. Hundred percent. Um, because of the community driven service based games. Um, also when he said uh games that we think our community has kind of stopped and we need to grow it more. Like I think Thea Thea C Thieves Thieves. I can't say that. Of Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Yes. As one that's been around so long that I think the community has kind of dried up on and it's time to expand the game out. Um, other than that, like I, I don't I didn't really dive deep. I, I watched this 30 minutes before we got on here. So I haven't had a lot of time to really think of like, ooh, what games would it be? I immediately so, came. So I thought it was funny. If you don't know, if you didn't watch it or you did watch it, I I did like the fact that again, this is one of those questions I thought was great. Tina immediately, and this is how you know it's scripted. She immediately brought up the rumored games. Oh yeah, Starfield yeah. and Indiana Jones. Can you tell us if it will be? She no, because it's he so like, funny. No. He says, "I can't tell you what the four games are." And then her next question was, "Can you Is tell us if Star Starfield or Indiana Jones?" And that made me laugh because if he just said he wasn't going to say it, if it was one of those two games, she wouldn't be asking that question. So he confirmed that that exclusives. Immediate exclusive, day one exclusives. It's part of the Xbox brand going forward, aside from Call of Duty and things like that. So that is going to be a thing. Uh, but the four games that I think they're going to be is Sea of Thieves. You got one that I totally believe. And we, Again, Xbox crowd, if you're listening to this, six years old, why do you care if a game goes to another platform and grows? Like It's great for the game. Well, I think they bought... Uh, and, and as you're going through that, I don't mean to cut you off there, but I think yeah. they brought up the this is good, better for you. The same reasons I was bringing up exactly. in our last it made me laugh. like yeah, why they were doing that. The other game, I believe that's going to be a games of service. Cause they mentioned multiple games of service. I believe it's grounded. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can definitely see that. Uh, can see the other that. two games, I do believe the other two games as he, the way he talked about it, uh, they're clear. They clearly sound like Pentiment and, and I, yeah, I, I think, I think you're right there. I think the, the the fourth one there as grounded definitely makes sense especially you know where they he he went in well hi-fi rush doesn't necessarily fit because is it is it over a year old now because he said they were yeah, definitely a year dropped, old it dropped as a surprise drop at last year's xbox developer okay so it is a year old okay, so it is so a year just old. that year old all right yeah so i i think i think we're i think that makes sense to me i think grounded makes sense uh, for community-driven, service-based games that they, um, you know, want to grow with, and Grounded definitely had that uh, spike yeah. and boom. I do, I do think it was also interesting. Um, the one thing he did say there in the beginning, uh, multiple times, is looking at the long-term health. I think the uh, the health of the business, the health of the games, the health of the um, creators, and I got I I want to emphasize here uh because i think creator has a lot of different words especially in our world it's like oh youtube creators are the no 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 the creators here are the developers the developers it's talking about the game developers specifically not like streamers not any of that that's not what they're looking at it's game developers now they did mention you know streamers in it on how they push and change the uh platforms uh on what's going to be good what's not going to be good who's going to be playing it and things like that but I think that's when you, they're more talking about community driven, like that's a community and who's driving those games. The other thing that he brought up um, multiple times, and I think I said this before, 
Um, <clears throat> play what you want, where you want, with who you want. Everybody wins. And and that's the thing here is, is, is if you can play the games on all the platforms, whatever platform you have, it's just free marketing for Xbox. Yeah. It's free marketing for you to want to come to their platform. And that's another thing that, that they brought up um, multiple times. Now, Game Pass. There's an interesting thing said about Game Pass. I don't know if you heard it in there. Like, uh, uh, what, what do you think about Game Pass and kind of the words, especially what Matt Booty had to say about it? Uh, you're going to have to refresh my memory to, to jog me in this. So he said, um, all games on Xbox. So like all games are going to be on Xbox. That's one of his things. All games on Game Pass day one. Yeah. And Game Pass only on Xbox. He said that. And that was oh, really as far interesting. As expanding Game Pass to other consoles. Correct. Game yeah, Pass only on Xbox. The reason I think right now... I do think it's a possibility that it expands, but let's be honest, Ender. At the end of the well, day, they weren't talking about console though. Is this mobile? Is this cloud gaming? Is no, because this... cloud gaming is everywhere. Okay, but I'm just saying, if if they're only talking about consoles, and he didn't specify this, but he yeah. did say Game Pass only on Xbox. But I think when they say only on Xbox, he is talking about the Xbox platform, which includes cloud gaming, which includes you know the Samsung That's smart fair. TV app, things like that. I, I and, and PC Game Pass. Um, because what a lot of people don't understand when they talk about all the time and, and people need to understand to, to realize this, if you buy an Xbox game, it is also available on your PC, but a lot of people go, well, I went to steam and I had to rebuy it. No, it's available on the Windows store. Right. Yeah. So for free. So now a lot of games are cross plat, so it's not a problem there, but if you want your game on steam and you have it on Xbox, you're going to have to rebuy it and, and your saves don't. And some of the, some of the games I think they've worked out where you can transfer your save. It gets, it gets tricky on the back end for that, for that kind of thing. But Ender, I think the biggest roadblock to game pass going to Nintendo or to Sony, let's be honest at the end of the day, it's the same thing with the, with Apple. Why do you have to go to the web, the browser? I mean, technically you can play game pass on a PlayStation. You just have to go to the browser the same way you do on your Apple phone. Now it's cloud gaming only at that point. You're not going to download your games natively to your PlayStation, but you can play it on the browser if you go to the Xbox.com cloud. Yeah, I just I just wanted to point out that he did say you know game pass only on Xbox. Yeah, let's don't you believe don't you believe the only roadblock to that is the money? Oh, you'd have to figure out how you if if you get game pass subscription. Yeah, if you buy a game pass subscription on say. Sony PlayStation, how much money does Sony get from all those games that they will now lose because you're not buying the game full price? Oh, I'm not companies. saying that it doesn't it doesn't make <clears throat> sense. I'm just saying that a lot of the rumors are where does Game Pass? We were even talking about it before. Does Game Pass go here or not? They, I mean, they cleared that up with saying only yeah. on Xbox. They were very trans. I, I would say that's the most direct and transparent that the Xbox team has been in a while. Yeah. But I also think that gives you a reason to want to stay within their platform. Like your question would be, if I can buy my games everywhere, well, I don't think you're going to get every game on every single thing. I think there's going to be a, a, the large games, call of duty. Like, I think, I think they were really, they mentioned call of duty. I, I think that call of duty is one of those in games Minecraft. where it's going to be like all duty and Minecraft, Minecraft are going to be everywhere. Like you're going to be able to play them on whatever you want. Cause it's community based driven. They're large games. They want you to have fun with those. But I think like 
a very specific indie developer that made one for on the Xbox platform. Um, yeah, it's probably going to stay on the Xbox platform, be exclusive there, and and they'll run because exclusivity on the Xbox platform means I get mobile and I get um, the the PC. Like I get those right in. Uh, I did like the announcement from uh, Sarah Bond on Diablo Four. Yeah, so how about that? That's quicker than we thought. March twenty eighth. So the Activision Blizzard games come over. That's really um, fast. I bet that was the day they were going to hold the event. Correct. Yeah, they said I, in March. So the fact that they have, yeah, they would just. I think you know, I think March twenty seventh was the date they were going to do it, and March to like it would be the, either the next day or live today. Like yeah, one of the two on days Game was the twenty seventh or twenty eighth. They are going to actually going to do this. So yeah, they knew that date on Game Pass. Um, so that threw me right into like Call of Duty on Game Pass. Like that's gonna be a thing. Like it's gonna that means happen. It's coming it, sooner than we think. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Um what else did I have? I brought a bunch of stuff down here from it. There's one big key thing. Anything else? No, that's I do want to as you as you're looking, I want to point out the fact that they they've been kind of quiet behind the scenes, and I don't know if it has to do with Nintendo and the Pokemon company, but they gave a big shout out to Power World announcing that it's the largest yes. third-party launch and they like to point out that they were able to do that because they offer these creators these developers multiple ways to decide they get to decide where they want their game is it an early access so put it in the game preview program do you want it to be on game pass and exclusive then we'll put it in game pass do you want it to make sure that it's just you just want it to be a full price game so you can put it on our ecosystem yeah so right these guys so many options so right before that they said something i didn't think about this until until uh, i want to say it was Phil Phil Spencer. thing because he flexed something real big in this well I, I don't know if this is the exact same one but this was when phil spencer said like with our act with the activision it is acquisition what i'm thinking we're the largest publisher yeah. on playstation nintendo <laughs> and mobile like, like well, Andrew, how right long now, how like how he's wanted to say that for a while how long has he wanted to say that he had to prove it they needed to get the numbers so yeah. they needed to wait until but the numbers came in was, yeah talk about just a dagger and when you take you talk about a, a diehard sony fan to have to sit there and go no our games are no your games are not bigger your game you have some games that are better but Xbox yeah, is now I the mean, largest publisher yeah. on competing. I mean, like, and but you talked about this in our last episode where you said that's where Big Phil wants to come in swinging left and right. Yeah, going. yeah. I mean, like, what what are you going to do there? Sony's always been the big boy. They've always had all of these things. They've always been above them. But this acquisition, this pushes them into a new world. Xbox is no longer, when it comes to publishers, the bottom. They went to the top. Now, do they have the ability to maintain that? This was an acquisition. Yep. This means I bought my number one spot. Okay. Now you have to keep the number one spot with being able to deliver the games, being able to push these studios beyond the limit um, of what they're doing today to keep it going. You can't just buy number one and stay there the whole time. Like they have yep. to push and have to keep going um, for that. So yeah, that was the other one there. Um, I also liked where he said, and, and this is what this is, I think, a point that I, I want to bring up, and, and I really truly believe in business uh, is the right way to take Xbox. And this is where I wasn't, I, I looked up on YouTube, all these people saying, oh, it's over. This, this announcement's over. Xbox is over. But, and I'm like, that's clickbait, guys. Like, you yeah. can't, you, you couldn't have listened to this and truly believe that. 
that that it's over. When Phil Spencer says this, we had two choices. We could take our current player base and figure out new ways to monetize them. So that means I am going to like micro transaction the hell yeah. out of out of the current player base I have, or I could find a way to make more people come to my platform. And that's how I'm going to win. So in his mind, he's taking the latter of the two. I'm not going to microtransaction you. I'm going to put the games where you are, and I'm going to let Gears of War stand on its own. I'm going to let whatever stand on its own. But you know what's but you know what's great about let's let's I want to jump into Halo and Gears of War for a second cuz immediately a lot of people are like, "Well, he didn't maybe one of those four games is Halo." No. Think of th- first of all, think of it this way. It'd be awesome. These it, not yet. I so I'm the other side and I believe that within the next year Halo will be on PlayStation. Oh, I'm saying I'm, not I'm, one of the four starters. I no, said no, no, not, no, yet. not one of the four starters. Yeah. Now, the reason I think that it's a great idea when he talks about the future even Matt Booty kind of mentioned the future may not be necessarily exclusives, but right now exclusives are king. Now, again, as an Xbox person, you you let's talk about the diehard fanatics here, the crazies that are going to freak out. Oh my god, if if Halo goes to PlayStation, it's over. No, it's not. Listen, listen to what can happen. You finally put Halo on PlayStation. Maybe with the Master Chief Collection, you put Halo Infinite on there, and two months later, guess what launches? The new Halo, the new Halo, the new Gears of War, and guess where you can only play that on Game Pass? Yep, or on an Xbox console. So now you're getting people that are going to jump over to the others because they got to experience. And for those that are going to freak out and say, "Well, I don't think that it's fair that they get what, what's fair." Got to do what? Why are you so upset about how what, the original Halo came out in 2000? Are you really that upset that 25 years later it showed up on? The PlayStation consoles. Uh, so I mean, a, a whole another player base gets to experience that story. I, I, yes, they are. Like the the the, the micro so world. The so micro dumb. world is the ones that are out there that wanna that wanna get clicks. They wanna they wanna not be. And I don't, I don't look at you as a gamer. You're not. You are a fan of a specific thing. You're not a fan well, you've of aligned, in, in, as a creator. You've aligned yourself with that brand. No, and but, you're gonna push but, here's, but here's the thing as, and, and I'll take this to sports. Cause we talk about that a lot and how like, Oh, I want to see this, this team win. I don't want to see this team win. But when it comes down to it, both of us look at it. Like I'd rather watch a good game. Yeah. Like I'm a fan. I don't care who won the Super Bowl, but it ended in a great game. Yeah. Like as a fan of the sport, I can sit there and watch that and be like, man, this is awesome. Like the end of that game is awesome. The first quarter I fell asleep. The end was amazing. First, first half was was pretty brutal. Yeah. But but as Maybe a fan, you can watch that into a second half. You, you can watch that and you can enjoy what's going on. I yeah. just look at all the other people out there looking at it like this is a terrible game. I can't believe this happened. I know I'm watching it just because I have to. I can't believe all of this. Like, no, it was an amazing game. I don't have to like everything that's going on. I don't have to agree with everything going on. I could just say this is good for my community as a sporting community. This yeah. is good for a community as a gaming community because I'm forcing all of these other CEOs to rethink how they're doing things and what they're going to do next. So yeah, throw all those people away. I don't really care about them. I did have written down the power world thing. I think that's awesome. Um, I, I did like the fact that Phil mentioned, like we had layoffs. 
We didn't have growth. They did not hide. I was shocked. At first, I thought that Tina's question was going to, that she was just going to point blank say it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that that wouldn't be smart. He's not going to address that. And then in his answer, he's point he blank. He did not. And that's what I like about this, Ender, is, is I don't feel like they hid behind anything. I feel like they, like I said, it's no. the first time I would say in the last two or three years that they have been overly well, transparent more than they whatever. That's why I think it was more um, planned than normal because they wanted to be transparent. They needed to be transparent and they needed to have the words ready to say and in ways that, that came off right. Because if you put people on the spot with certain questions like that, especially with layoffs and, and all of the really um, business related questions like when you're talking about games and what the studios are you can kind of fly from the cuff like you yes. can be a fan he can do that but this is this is the business this is how i'm going to drive it this is how we're going to make money these are people's lives and he even said there, like i want xbox to be a place people can put their careers in again yep like i don't want this to happen i don't want to have to have these layoffs because we didn't yeah. grow so this is how i believe we are going to grow and the other part uh, that i liked is the hardware and the platform makes the games bigger in the past. That's not how it works anymore. The games make the platforms bigger. Yeah. We have to be accommodating to the guys that are developing the games to be able to expand that. And I don't, and it, you, it may not have been big to you, but there's one huge announcement in there that I think definitely makes Xbox platform the place for new developers to go. Did you hear it? It was, it was from Sarah. She mentioned it and it was super brief, but I think it was the biggest thing that we could take from it. What did she say? The hardware portion of it is the best to build on for our specs. So our hardware and our games are going to be the best, but if you invest in us, We've already invested getting your games in other places. So if you build to the Xbox specs, your game will work on PC. Your game will work on mobile. Your game will work wherever else we decide to put your games in our expansion because you built to our specs. That is huge. Porting games is one of the biggest problems on getting them into different platforms. I mean, look at if a, a prime example is I I have I'm have never had a PlayStation. I was so excited to play The Last of Us, and it was so bad that I couldn't get through the first hour because of the port. Not because of Naughty Dog, they didn't port it. It's not necessarily their fault. But Xbox, but she said Spider Man was bad for the first year. She said there, our hardware is the best build specs. Like our hardware is going to be there. That's why you continue to have Xbox. Your immersive experience is going to be with us. It's going to be the best experience if you use our hardware. But we are investing in making sure that our specs meet everybody else's. That way, as we expand, you expand. And the amount of money that that takes for a small developer to have a game that where they walk in and say, you know what? I'm on three platforms right out the door. Yeah. Right I mean, out the door, our, I'm cloud computing. Is already investing in the, in, in pocket pair because they, I mean, pocket pair yeah. was like, Hey, Whoa, this thing blew up more than we were ready for. And we can't handle, we are, we can't handle this with servers and Microsoft immediately because they decided to go with them. They're in the, and I don't think that, 
Phil and the Microsoft team have any desire to buy Pocket Pair. I don't think that's what you're going to see out of this. But the fact that Pocket Pair is getting the support and their game is everywhere. Yeah. I mean, they're getting server support and their game is on Steam. Yeah, and Microsoft's they don't care. still helping them out with they that. Care. They don't care. They just want to help. Because if if that community grows, the game grows, then they grow because people are going to want to play with their friends. And again, they said it. I want to play games where my friends are. And what was the two things? He was like, the hardware that I have, where my friends play, and my library drives what I do. Yeah. And that, that, that that's really what it is. And if you look at it, it's like I have the most games on PlayStation. I'm going to keep buying a PlayStation. If I have it on Xbox, I'm there. But if Xbox is just going to put my game on three different platforms, well, I'm just going to go there because regardless of what thing my friend has, Xbox is still going to be able to do it. You know, the one thing I've always said over the years, the reason that I have always had an Xbox, now now it's not as, as relevant, but for a while, Xbox had the best party chat system. You know, oh, their online was play was hands down. Their online play was better. Their party chat and system was, was better. Uh, now both platforms, I believe, you can get on Discord, which is what most people use. I think Sony technically owns Discord now. Some, some. Yeah, it was weird on Xbox, way. but they finally like made it work. Now. Yeah, yeah. So, but it works on. So that kind of eliminated the party chat st- side of it. But for a while, that was the reason. And the thing that makes me laugh about some of my friends that are diehard Sony fans, Ender, is that they don't even play the Sony first party exclusives. No. And it's like, no, okay, but, so why are you, why are you there? So there is there. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that you could say is one, you feel that the Sony hardware runs the game better. Like it, it's visually is better. I think there's been times where Sony was way ahead of that. Correct. Yeah. Um, I also believe in the early days, I don't think so now as much. Um, the controllers were so much better on Sony than Xbox. Xbox's giant fucking controllers that they had that you couldn't control. Day, yeah. yeah, now the ergonomics of the controller, I, I personally like the Xbox one better than, than the PlayStation because I don't think PlayStation's changed at all. It's the same controller every year. They just stick a new thing in the they middle and call it something. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's no, it's not a new design. Um, now I think if you're like competitive player like Scump or any of those guys, and y- yeah, the 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 PlayStation controller leads to being able to use the claw grip better. Well, I'm no no one's doing like half of us don't know how to yeah, do that. Exactly. So that's yeah, if you want it for that reason, that's fine, but I can just do whatever I want. You can also get a PlayStation style controller that works on your Xbox now, too. Sure. And vice yeah, I mean you can get whatever you want. The third party third party markets make anything that you are gonna want it to be. But again, the growth is what matters. Growth is going to keep people from getting laid off. Growth is yeah. going to make new games. Growth is going to bring competition. Competition brings us better stuff. And that's and all you know we what want I like. You know what I like? And I, and I hope the exclusivity doesn't change too much going forward because the way that Xbox has decided to do their business and being the publisher that they are. And like you said, come to us, invest in us with your game as a, as a creator and a developer, and your game goes to multiple places versus choosing as a third party to maybe start with PlayStation like some of them do, the reason it's going to start getting appealing is because your game goes to multiple places and you only have to buy it once on Xbox yeah. 2, which, which drives more people. But the thing that I like where it's going to stand is that I was worried about whatever Microsoft announced today that there's not going to have competition, which prevents growth and prevents you know multiple stuff. In my opinion, with the way that Xbox is going to go forward, the greatest thing that comes out of this... Now, Nintendo's in its own bracket. It makes its own style of games. It's its thing. But Microsoft and, and Sony are very similar with some of their games that they make. 
if Sony does not continue to bring out bangers, and they're all they're all great. Last of Us, God of War games, the Spider Man games, phenomenal. Uh, a big hit to Sony fans this year because they did. Well, how many? How many of those were were first person? Like, yeah, no, I know, but um, but my that, point that is, Sony is actually their made. games. No first party games coming from Sony this year, but their games when they do a first party game are phenomenal. That's true. They are good. Now, because of the way that Xbox is going to be doing business going forward, the only reason that you would have to continue to keep getting a Sony console is if those games continue to be bangers and they have to be, which I think that's what I was worried about. But now I'm not worried about that now because that competition is going to be fierce in a, in a good, I think, in a healthy way, right? Because it forces Sony and those studios to to take their games seriously. You're not going to worry about... They're not going to put out crappy games because if they start putting out a line of crappy games, they could. Well, fall. Yeah, I think I think all it does is really it makes the studios have to start competing for the third party games again, um, and it makes them have to raise the bar in their first party developments to make those third parties want to be there. Yeah, and like, the other thing that I think that's funny, Ender, is that there's more pressure on Sony's first party studios than there are on Xbox's first party studios because of what Big Daddy Phil said, they're the largest publisher on Nintendo and PlayStation already. But but it was bought. So those games are good. So, yes. so I mean, for him to follow bought. that up in the next 10 years, the next 20 years, he has to be able to bring it. Like I bought oh, those that. games still, but I'm saying those Activision, games, Activision as a third party made me that right. not, but Not those a, those yeah. multi-platform games are. They I don't see anybody jumping out the window to play Halo right now. Listen, like, I'm, saying, like, I'm saying that the multi-platform games are more important to be good than almost the rig than the ones that are exclusive for Xbox right now because their first party are shit. Like, let's call it what it is. They're they're nothing for the studio right now. They had to buy their way to be that. So I mean, I'm gonna give them five years. No, no, they didn't. They built they built it up and they let they let the third party games be better. Halo could be better. PlayStation could have made a better battle royale out there or so, if they put the money into it. Microsoft could have made a better game. They let these studios come in and do that because exactly of what I think Phil Spencer thought and and he doesn't think that anymore is that Oh, the platform will drive this community. They will drive the Xbox hardware will drive this community. And no, the acquisition then, yeah. of, of Activision was because he believes the games are going to drive you to my community. That's how I'm going to get you there. And I need the best of the best. I need the best studios. And I bought them. I couldn't beat them. So I bought them. That's fine. Yeah. That's a way to play the game. Everyone can play that game. Yeah. You I mean, everyone, thought, it, everyone thought the game was great until the 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 side with the most money decided to actually put their wallet into it. Yeah, and 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 it's funny because sometimes you have to make a gamble with your with your pocketbook. You Still have to make a gamble with your money and push forward. Yeah. Well. Anyway, that that being said, um. So I think everything. I think that's everything that we needed to cover for that. Um. Again. I think Xbox is in a, a unique place to decide their own destiny. They could, mm -hmm. this could be wonderful. This could be horrible. We don't know. I want to say I was right. It was a test bed. They're only testing a couple of games. They made that kind of clear and how they were talking about it. But the passion behind these people that are at the top 
definitely makes me feel confident around this. They're doing it for the community. They're doing it for the future growth of the company. Phil Spencer is worried about 20 years from now, not tomorrow. Correct. Yeah. Investing today from 20 years from now, not what's going to happen tomorrow. And that's really the only way for those guys to look. It's the really only way to make sure you're growing. So anyway, that's been AFK chat. This is a special edition for the business. I don't even know what they're calling it. Xbox business update in uh, March or February. That should have been in March. Yeah. Thank you all. My name's Ender. Guy over there for some reason wearing a jacket today is James. Try to look all fancy for the you business. You know, I look video. fancy. I fancy. let it go this whole time until right now. Like, yeah, listen, I, I had, I had my normal actual job I had to do before this. So, yeah. So, anyway, have a great night. We'll talk to you later.